Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Recorded live. Good evening, everyone. This is Friday, May 25th, 2018, and welcome to episode number 506 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoot.com. Once again, this is the one and the only WCWS Revolution. Once again, I am Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you as we get set this evening and talk about our favorite topic of all time here in professional wrestling, that being uh, of all time, and that, of course, being professional wrestling. Yes, indeed. There you go. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, before we start off with our wrestling news and views here report, I can tell you that both King and W.O. Jawar T. Smith and the Iceman and Jared D. Jualamo, both of King Ice, will not be making it, able to make it in tonight. I'll be taking care of the wrestling news and views segment here momentarily, courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com. Also, right now, we have not heard anything yet from the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, but I'm sure he is on his way. Therefore, like I said, if he doesn't make it into time, I will be bringing in also today here in wrestling history as well. <clears throat> also, folks, let's uh, go ahead and let you know that our live video feed here tonight will be coming in from the very first group of the WWUS stable of groups on Facebook. That group, of course, being WCWS Universe. If you want to join, uh, chime in on anything that we have to talk about here this evening through our live video chat for episode 506 of Revolution, please feel, please feel free to join us there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash universe united. And we'll have a moment. Hopefully we'll have some folks pop on in there momentarily. But, of course, also if you could join us through the through talk to our chat box at talkshoe.com. Phone number there, of course, is always 1724 444-7444, call ID 138055-POUND, and press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we do have to talk about here this evening, which primarily here, folks, will be pretty much it will be pretty much this. In addition, of course, to our wrestling news and views and history and birthdays here tonight, we are scheduled here, ladies and gentlemen, to finish off a match that we did start off a week ago. Uh, of course, <clears throat> as you know, as you know, of course, uh, Fonzie and Ann had a very, uh, started having a very intense battle for Fonzie's new NXT US North American Championship. But midway through the bout, Fonzie did get a little bit under the weather during 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 the match, and we had to postpone that. Uh, right now, tonight was the best opportunity we were able to get. Uh, Fonzie is 
is feeling better. Uh, and we do understand that he did have a stress test today. We have yet to hear any results from that. Hopefully we'll be hearing something about that here this evening. In the meantime, he has promised, he did inform us last night on Wolfpack that he will, he and Ann both will be on tonight's edition of Revolution to finish off this matchup here for the NXT US North American Championship. Of course, the score will remain the same as it did when we when we started the match last week. Uh, of course, Ann is leading Fonzie currently 1675 to 1400. And we will also be debuting in that match here tonight here, folks. It will not be the same board that was used in, in the previous matchup. It will be is a Jeopardy board that, of course, was created by yours truly right here, Mr. WWUS Chad Henshaw. Uh, this time will be a full, it will be, of course, all, it will be all wrestling there, folks. Uh, some very interesting uh, categories and some very interesting clues, I assure you of that. All of them prepared and hand-picked and prepared by myself, so so we will we will definitely be having that match. We are scheduled to have that match here tonight. Hopefully, we'll have, like I said, Fonzie and Ann and John. Hopefully, here on within the next next little bit. Uh, also, of course, as you know, ladies and gentlemen, due to their number one contenders match they had on Wednesday night, the the Iceman Jared DiGiromo with a good win over the Human Suplex Machine John Gross will be the first. Will will challenge either Fonzie or Ann for this title here at a later date. And as we heard on Wolfpack last night, we do have someone else that's thrown their name in the hat for this championship, that being the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. Hopefully we may hear from her hear from her again tonight as well. I'm not sure yet, but hopefully we'll be talking to her here at some point. If not tonight, then hopefully sometime, maybe the next several days. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and get the stuff underway here. Rock and roll here with our wrestling news with our wrestling news abuse here report. Like I said, the King NWO Gerard T. Smith and the Iceman Jared D. Geronimo King Ice is not available to this evening to to take care of that for us. So we'll be we'll be a, I'll be definitely I'll be the one to bring that here to you here tonight. And so we'll just have to see what we have here on tap. Of course also uh King NWO Gerard T. Smith has had other situations on uh uh, has had some uh, <clears throat> has had some situations uh, um, that that prevent him from being on here recently. But he hopes to be back on soon. And the Iceman Jared Girolamo is going to a game tonight. Uh, however, speaking to him earlier this evening, he may. Try to be on maybe sometime towards the latter half of the show, but we will we'll be watching out for that and see what happens. In the meantime, here, folks, let's go ahead and bring you, of course, some of the wrestling news reviews making the rounds here today, courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com, and we do thank 411mania for allowing us here in the WWS Radio Network to to <clears throat> to um, to read their stories here on all of our shows here in the radio network. That is that is, of course. Uh, of course, Revolution, Wolfpack, Outside the Ropes, Raw Radio, Power Hour, and others, indeed. So let's go ahead and let's just go ahead and bring you this. Uh, this is what we have on tap right here. 
opportunity to bring you our, bring our first story of the evening, courtesy of of 411 Manias. Let me see who this is. It is Jeremy Thomas at 411 Mania. Uh, of course, we of course we another another story concerning our, of course the legendary Hall of Famer Hulk Hogan. Jeremy Thomas brings us this story here tonight. Sylvester Stallone praises Hulk Hogan for the work that was done on Rocky Three, and Hogan replies on Twitter. Let's go ahead and bring you what. Let me let's go ahead and bring you the story right here. Sylvester Stallone posted to Instagram to praise Hulk Hogan for their work together on Rocky Three, prompting a response from Hogan. Of course, there's the post right down here. The posts are like under um, <clears throat> the post are right here on this page as well. Stallone talked about how stunt work on the film was up close and personal, and referred to Hogan as a great and immensely powerful athlete. Hogan then posted a screenshot of the post on Twitter and thanked Stallone for the words. As you know, Hogan played the character Thunderlips in the 1982 film, a world champion wrestler who faces Stallone's Rocky Balboa in a charity event. That was a very classic moment there from, of course, the third Rocky III. Of course, also that was where that was also where we saw Mr. T in that movie as well, of course, playing the rival boxer to go up against Sylvester Stallone in that movie. And so here's Stallone staying on Instagram. He says, official slice Stallone on Instagram says, some stunts are up close and personal and hurt. Here's a perfect example of working with a great and immensely powerful athlete at Hulk Hogan. <clears throat> and someone did post, someone named Cardillo Weightbelts posted at Hulk Hogan, said, Thunder Lips, brother, the ultimate male versus the meatball. <laughs> and, and at 7.58 p.m. on Wednesday night, uh, Hulk Hogan posted this at Hulk Hogan on Twitter. says, thanks, Sly, for putting me over, my brother. Signed, HH. Of course, that is Hulk Hogan's official mark there, indeed. So, so folks, that was a great powerful moment, indeed. And, of course, that was, some, that was really nice, nice enough that... Uh, 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 Special Stallone acknowledging Hogan so many years later, of course, uh, for that uh, for that uh, that moment in, in movie history, indeed. And of course, as you know, folks, that was one of the first time we, I think, the first time we ever saw Hulk Hogan, of course, on film before his film career. Before he started a very interesting film career as well. So let's go ahead and see what else we have right here on tap. Some various rest of the news here. Jeremy Thomas brings us all of this. First off, MVP speaks out against NFL ruling on national anthem, plus a new T-shirt for the new day has been released. MVP posted a Twitter to take issue with the NFL's recent ruling that players are prohibited from kneeling during the national anthem. You can see, of course, his post right here below on this page, followed by his interactions with fans who criticized his stance. This is, of course, I think between MVP and several fans right here on Twitter. MVP at the 305 MVP said this yesterday. So let me get this straight. You fly and venerate 
the, the Confederate battle flag, the flag of traitors to the United States of America, the flag of those who sought to destroy the Union, the, the globally adopted flag of racists. But those who kneel during the National Anthem offend you? Uh, someone someone uh, did, did uh, respond to this. Someone named Dirty Dale at High Sh- Sh- Shaman uh, says, it's because you have the right to do something doesn't make it right. Thousands of men and women have given their lives for that flag. That's what these ingrates refuse to stand for if they take the money that this flag and its principles and freedoms stand for. MVP responded to that at 1.24 p.m. today and says, and to you I say, sir, if the flag and national anthem stand for freedom, what about the freedom of those who choose not to stand? For honorable reasons, I might add. And he's aimed this towards at High Shaman, at Jameel Smith, at NFL, at Rolling Stone. I assume that's in the magazine, of course. Dirty Dale says, okay, okay. well, this is all, uh, that was already said there. Let me see here. Give me just one second. You are offended by the refusal to stand for the national anthem. This was said at 127 today. You are offended by the refusal to stand for the national anthem, but you are not offended by this uh, this proportion of victims of police brutality and murder, usually carried out with zero accountability or consequences, the reason for their kneeling at High Shaman. And that was aimed towards this particular fan who's at Bonfly's underline ink says, replying to MVP saying, I'm talking black history that I made and you another another mouth screaming about nothing you can change. LOL. MVP says it that said this at 2.12 p.m. today. I use my platform to speak out, costing me bookings. I speak at prisons and to at-risk youth. I do many things I don't publicize. I'm thrilled you earned a degree. Now go do something with it. I'll be here for you to 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 attack when you have more ground to stand on. At Bonflies underline Inc. So, so folks, that that is from probably continue on to be a big time thing here indeed. And of course, as we said, WWE has released a new T-shirt for the new day. It's a uh, an orange T-shirt uh, talking about pancake power. <laughs> it's got the the caricatures of the New Day um, standing inside a pile of pancakes. It looks like at WWE shop. Said this on Twitter at 6 o'clock p.m. this evening. Feel the power, hashtag pancake power, hashtag new day t shirt now available at hashtag WWE shop, hashtag WWE, hashtag Xavier Woods PhD, at WWE Big E, at Who Kofi. So, t shirt looks pretty good, folks. So, definitely go out there. If you're a big fan of the new day, definitely uh, take a gander at that. Very good indeed. Other wrestling news here, making making the rounds here. Jeremy Thomas is on a roll here as, as well. Um, the story tonight. Bret Hart, Natalia, Jerry Lawler, and more remember Owen Hart on the anniversary of his passing. Bret Hart, Natalia, Jerry Lawler, Jim Ross, and more posted to Twitter earlier this week to remember Owen Hart on the anniversary of his passing. Owen, of course, as you know, Owen died falling to the ring 
during his ring entrance in an accident at WWF Over the Edge pay-per-view on May 23, 1999, which, of course, was 19 years ago this past Wednesday. Here are the posts right here below. And so said by Bret Hart at 8.49 a.m. yesterday morning, he says, I miss you every day, Owen, and I vow to keep your memory alive despite the efforts to let you fade away. Natalia says, at Nat by Nature, she said, says, it said this at 3.30 uh, Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon. She says, always channeling you. Make sure I have it. Okay, Natalia also said this at 10.31 a.m. Wednesday morning. says, long live Owen Hart. Jerry Lawler at Jerry Lawler said this at 9.51 a.m. Wednesday morning. says, nobody was thinking about themselves or how hard it was to say something. All thoughts were on, were on Owen and his family. Heroes and Legends at HL Pro Wrestling said this at 8.42 a.m. Wednesday morning. It's been 19 years since the tragic accident that took hashtag Owen Hart from us. Can't imagine how hard, it, how hard it was for at JR's barbecue and at Jerry Lawler to have to deliver those chilling words that their friend had passed. Hashtag RIP Owen, hashtag King of Hearts. Jim Ross at JR's barbecue said, said this. Said this at 11.09 a.m. yesterday morning. He says, Owen Hart's death still haunts me. I share my personal memories of Owen on the new the Jim Ross Report podcast from hashtag Westwood One. Give it a listen. Amy at TyDoll420 said this 19 years later, and I still cry hysterically over this, a senseless tragedy that never should have happened. Hashtag RIP Owen Hart. Hashtag Goat of the Juniors. Hashtag King of Hearts. <clears throat> Amy also said this at 1.23 a.m. yesterday morning. says, at real Kevin Kelly, at Jerry Lawler, at JR's Barbecue, what are your thought processes on this 19 years later? I'm just a fan, and it still feels like it just happened. I can't begin to imagine what was going through, what was going on at the time. I'm sorry that you had to go through, through that on pay-per-view. So, folks, I mean, a lot of folks have been have 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 have, 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 have said many many times over. You know, I've even we've even heard from some of our folks here on the show that over the edge over the edge 1999 should have ended after Owen Hart's tragic accident, but they kept the show going, and I I personally will not understand why in the world uh, why in the world that 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 actually happened. They should have stopped it right after he after after something that. How, how in the world could any of the superstars really be thinking about it? How in the world could any any superstar at all focus on the task at hand? You know, knowing that, like I said, one of, that that they just lost one of their own right there near, right there, you know, close up. I mean, that's that's that is sad. That is sad indeed, here, folks. And. Um, Folks, I do now see uh, while we continue to finish on with our with our uh, um, 
with our wrestling news and views here, folks. I do see we have. I think I, think we, I have an idea as to who this is on the line. I hope I have this correct. Um, it is, of course, uh, <clears throat> a we'll just say our fellow Western Pennsylvanian, if you will. He is, of course, a 2017 WWUS Hall of Famer. He is also, of course, uh, a contributor to WWUS Raw Radio. He is also, of course, <clears throat> known as, of course, in the radio network circles as the Heartbreak Kid. He is a two-time and current WWUS United States Champion. He is the ROHUS World Heavyweight Champion. He is the ROHUS Pure Champion, and he is as of, he is cur- still currently, as of right now, the NXT US North American Champion. And of course, like I said, folks, whenever you do think of this man, you have to think back to that classic '60s sitcom Happy Days, where one of the, where one of the most infamous characters of, of all time did a little something. Kind of like this. It pretty much did the E. And I'm hoping if I read my if I read my notes here correctly, I do believe we have Fonzie now on the line here. Fonzie, if that is you, my my man, welcome to episode 506 of Revolution. Hey, yep, that's me. Excellent. Very good. Very good. Uh, good to have you on. Good to have you on here with us. Here we're just right in the middle of our wrestling news reviews, taking care of that, yeah. of course. Since, yeah. since we don't have Gerard or JD on tonight, so I'm taking care of that yeah. before we take care of the uh, before we take care of the history, and then we will definitely take care. Hopefully, we'll get a chance to take care of uh, uh, finish off the match here tonight. So you'll get an opportunity to see. Uh, uh, we'll be able to use our brand new uh, board that we created uh, here just a little while ago. So uh, we'll uh, we'll talk about that here in just a few minutes. One more quick wrestling story before we switch it over to our wrestling history and birthdays. Jeremy Thomas brings us this story here tonight. Eric Bischoff recalls the New World Order's origins when Hall and Nash knew Hulk Hogan would join them. Interesting. Eric Bischoff spoke on his 83 Weeks podcast about the origins of the New World Order, getting Hulk Hogan to be the third man and more. Highlights are below per Wrestling Inc., Bischoff said this on the creation of the NWO. He says this, It's hard for me to create a timeline that occurred 20 years ago, especially with the angle of the NWO. The catalyst of the NWO angle started a year prior. To try and point out the day and month and how it coincided with the contract issue is difficult for me to do. When I knew Scott Hall was coming in, probably a couple of weeks before he was due to arrive, at least in my mind, for what I remember now, this is, that is when the idea started to form in my head. I knew I wanted to do this reality-based angle. Sorry, excuse me. I wanted to do this storyline where the audience didn't know whether or not the story was real or was scripted. Scott and Kevin worked for WCW previously. Uh, Scott and Kevin both felt that WCW didn't treat them well and that they weren't being treated as stars, etc. We have heard it all before. They went to WWF and became bigger stars or big stars in the WWF. Storyline-wise, it became apparent to me that it was a perfect catalyst for these two guys that used to work here and got pissed off. They left, became big stars, and then came back to exact revenge. That was the premise of the NWO storyline. On Scott Hall's first appearance at WCW, Bischoff says this, We knew he wasn't going to wrestle. I knew I was going to bring bring him in to kind of crash the party at the time. I had the beats figured out in my head for the next few weeks. And I knew he wasn't going to wrestle, so I told him to bring his street clothes. On when, on when Hall and Nash knew Hulk Hogan 
would be the third member of the stable, Bischoff said, <clears throat> I think at the time, probably a week before, is when I started letting people need to know, need to know, know, to know, I think I let Kevin Nash know. I know I was out in Los Angeles doing something because we met for a beer at Sunset Boulevard at some biker bar. I wasn't sure if it was going to be Hulk Hogan or Sting. One was a plan A and the other was a plan B. I tried to let him know how much he should know. The other part was because I was worried he would leak it out. But probably a week before I let those that need to know, know that Hogan was going to be the third member. Uh, uh, so, folks, there you have it. There on a little bit, uh, a little backdrop here on what on what the deal was with the NWO. So, we'll just uh, so like that. And also, you can go to, to the actual uh, listen to the actual podcast that Bischoff sets this on on this page if you want to go back and take a listen to that. So definitely do that. Four Eleven Mania at Four Eleven Mania dot com. There indeed. And so, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, uh, this is Mr. W.S. Chad Hinshaw filling in for King Ice tonight. Of course, King Ice is King NWO W.R.T. Smith and the Ice Manager D. Our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team. They bring you all the news that's fit to print here in, w- in the radio network. And if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in GTS's case, Super Glue and Duct Tape, you cannot beat that big-time combination. And like I said, the human suplex machine, John Gross, has not yet arrived here yet. So I'll go ahead and take care of the history here for today as well. And I'm sure we got a doozy of a history here um, here today. So let's go ahead and hold on. Let's see what we have. Let's see what we have on tap here. Uh, uh, let's see here. Okay, and I think we may have a we may have a two parter in this. So, uh, so we uh, so give me this second here, and I'll pull up and I'll pull up both parts here. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, give me a second here, and I'll get this pulled up. 30, 31 years ago today, which would put it at, uh, let me see, 1987, in Lake Tahoe, Nevada, Soldat Ustinov and Boris Zukov defeated the Midnight Rockers, Marty Jannetty and Shawn Michaels, to win the AWA World Tag Team titles. Zukov would leave for the WWF five months later, with Doug Summers taking his place on the team. 29 years ago today, which would put it at 1989, in Osaka, Japan, Salman Hashminikov defeated Big Van Vader to win the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. On the same show, Jushin Thunder Liger defeated Shiro Koshinaka to win the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title. It would be the first of a company record 11 IWGP Junior Heavyweight titles for Liger. 24 years ago today, which we put it at... uh, Let's see, uh, 1994, at a WWF TV taping in Erie, Pennsylvania, a 16-year-old Jeff Hardy made his WWF debut in a losing effort to the 1-2-3 Kid. I do remember one point during that match, I think the 1-2-3 Kid gave him a little uh, round of applause during that match here for a very interesting uh, maneuver 
unfavorable. Very good. On the same taping, Brian Lee made his WWF debut as the fake Undertaker, managed by Ted DiBiase. Angle set up the real Undertaker's eventual return at SummerSlam. 19 years ago today, we put it at 1999, at a Rawls War taping in Moline, Illinois, Jeff Jarrett defeated the Godfather to win the Intercontinental title. Airing on, not airing until May 31st, Jarrett's title win comes two days after his tag team partner, Owen Hart, was killed when the safely harness was abruptly released early, sending him some 75 feet down to the ring. Owen would later die of blunt force trauma and subsequent internal bleeding. Owen was originally booked to win the Intercontinental title that night. I heard that Jarrett did that in honor of Owen, by the way. Now, on the same episode, the acolytes Bradshaw and Farouk defeated X-Pac and Kane to win the WWF Tag Team titles. Sixteen years ago today, 2002, WWE premiered WWE Confidential on Spike TV. A departure from other WWE programming at the time, the series hosted by Mean Gene Oakland offered behind-the-scenes looks from the WWE talent in and outside the ring and occasionally broke KFAP. Three of the show's most notable stories was the abrupt exit of Stone Cold Steve Austin, Shawn Michaels breaking his silence, and admitting his involvement in the Montreal, Montreal Screwjob, and a report on the death of Miss Elizabeth. The show lasted for two years, and in April 2004, with 83 total episodes aired. A DVD featuring some stories from the first season was released in early 2003. Also debuted that night was Velocity, an in-ring show a la Sunday Night Heat featuring SmackDown superstars. In the show's main event, Chris Stratus defeated Stacey Keebler, and a brawn panties match to retain the women's title. Those shows replaced Excess, which was a two-hour Saturday night studio chat show featuring interviews with WWE superstars, highlights of recent shows, and classic bouts in their video library. Excess lasted just nine months on the air, debuting in August of 2001. The birth of Velocity came in with, came with it the death of two other in-ring shows, Jacked and Metal. The show was formatted in the same way as WWF Superstars laid in its original run, with matches interspersed with highlights from the company's main shows, in this case, Raw and SmackDown. Jack and Metal were essentially the same show. The shows aired, the shows aired the same matches. The only difference were the time slot and what aired because at that time, Metal aired on Saturday mornings or afternoons and catered to a family audience while Jack aired late nights on Saturdays and was suited for a more mature audience. Jack and Meadow, replacing Shotgun Saturday Night, debuted in September 1999 and was canceled with 193 episodes aired. With Velocity taking its place as the, as the in-ring B-show, Jack and Meadow were, were replaced with Bottom Line, a recap of that week's Raw, and Afterburn, a recap of that week's SmackDown. Afterburn and Bottom Line were both canceled in the States in September of 2005 after 172 episodes when WWE discontinued domestic syndication. The show still aired, still airs in some international markets to fulfill programming commitments. Sixteen years ago today, also 2002, Chikara Pro Wrestling performed, created by Tom Reckless Youth Carter, Mike Quackenbush, and Don Montoya, 
The three originally wanted to create a wrestling school to teach various international styles of pro wrestling. Montoya ultimately backed out of the project when he decided not to fund it. The school, originally called Impact Wrestling, and it was seriously called that, was renamed the Wrestle Factory. The school became a wrestling promotion with the intent of showcasing its students. This eventually gave way to one of the promotion's most anticipated events, the Young Lions Cup, a showcase of wrestlers with limited experience. The promotion is heavily influenced by Lucha Libre, with the company often promoting tag team matches, grouping its roster into Tecnicos, which was good guys, and Rudo, which was bad guys, and performing under masks and also unique gimmicks. The promotion runs in a seasonal format with annual breaks around the Christmas holiday with some exceptions, most notably with the exception of a year-long hiatus spanning in 2013 and 14. The promotion began its 18th season in February of 2017. The debut show, retroactively named The Renaissance Dawns, took place at the St. John's Lutheran Church Auditorium in Allentown, Pennsylvania. You hear the matches that took place at that. Mr. Zero defeated the Dragonfly. The Beauty and the Beast, Love Bug and Martial Law, defeated the Night Shift, Hallowig and Ichabod Slain. Kid Cruel defeated Zane Madrox. Blind Rage defeated Ultra, Mat- Ultra Mantis. Ultra Mantis, there you go. The Black T-Shirt Squad, Mike Quackenbush, Reckless Youth, and Don Montoya defeated the Gold Bond Mafia, CM Punk, Colt Cabana, and Chris Hero. Hmm. Okay. Fifteen years ago today, 2003, World Wrestling All-Stars presented its final event, The Reckoning, from Auckland, New Zealand. The event aired in the, in the United States on June the 8th. Here are the matches that took place in this at this event. Rick Steiner defeated Mark Mercedes. Tio defeated Puppet the Psycho Dwarf and Meatball in a three-way match. Devin Storm defeated Conan. Chris Saban defeated Jerry Lynn, Johnny Swinger, and Frankie Kazarian in a four-corners match to unify the TNA X Division and WWA International Cruiserweight Championships. Sabu defeated Joe E. Legend, and Jeff Jarrett defeated Sting to unify the NWA and WWA World Heavyweight titles. Nine years ago today, put it at 2009, WWE presented Raw from the Staples Center in Los Angeles, California. The show was originally to have, been, to have taken place at the Pepsi Center but the building got double booked with Game 4 of the NBA's Western Conference Finals, and after a contentious battle with, with Nuggets owner Stan Cranky, WWE moved, WWE moved their show to Los Angeles. In the show's main event, the Lakers, who was, of course, John Cena, Batista, Jerry Lawler, MVP, and Mr. Kennedy, defeated the Nuggets, Randy Orton, The Miz, Cody Rhodes, Ted DiBiase, and The Big Show. It was Mr. Kennedy's first match back with the company since dislocating his shoulder the previous August. It was also his last match with the company. Kennedy, real name Ken Anderson, claimed in a March 2010 interview that Randy Orton complained of Anderson being too careless in the ring during the bout. As the story goes, Orton got in the ear of Cena, who then got in the ear of Vince McMahon, who then released Anderson just four days later. As for the NBA game, despite Kofi Bryant leading all players with 34 points, the Nuggets cruised to a 120-101 victory, 
The Lakers would go on to win the series in six games, and the NBA Finals in five games over the Orlando Magic. <clears throat> and also, let's see here. Uh, six years ago today, 2012, Chris Jericho was indefinitely suspended one day after desecrating a Brazilian flag prior to a match with CM Punk at a WWE event in Sao Paulo. In Brazil, this was an arrestable offense, but Jericho was given the option to apologize and did so. No charges were filed. WWE issued the following statement. Chris Jericho has been suspended indefinitely due to an irresponsible act of of desecrating the Brazilian flag at a WWE event in Sao Paulo on May 24th. The WWE has apologized to the citizens and the government of Brazil for this incident. Jericho would return to WWE television on June 25th, immediately following his suspension. And we have we have one birthday right here. Today's a happy 28th birthday to Taylor Michael Rotunda. That's from the wrestling fans as Bo Dallas. Taylor, a member of the famed Rotunda family, his brother Wyndham, also known as Bray Wyatt, who turned 31 years old two days before, and his father Mike, both wrestled in WWE. He's a three-time FCW Florida Heavyweight Champion, twice Florida Tag Team Champion with his older brother Wyndham, as a former NXT Champion. In 2015, Taylor married former NXT developmental talent Sarah Backman. And we have one more piece of uh, wrestling history to give you. As a matter of fact, it is another, it is another, uh, another birthday. Let's see here. Today is a happy thirty-third birthday <coughs> to Leti Joseph Anoy, but you may know him better as Roman. Reigns. Both in the famous Anoa'i wrestling family, his father Sika and brother Rosie both wrestled. The half Samoan, half Italian Litai is cousin with former wrestlers Yokozuna, Rikishi, Umaga, and the Tonga Kid, as well as first cousins once removed to the Usos and a non biological cousin of Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Let me, let me, excuse me, let me get this straight here. Before getting the family business, and Noah played football for Pensacola Catholic High School and Escamba High School in his senior year. The Pensacola News Journal, the Defensive Player of the Year, went to Georgia Tech and played on the same Yellow Jackets team that featured future NFL wide receiver Calvin Johnson. He recorded 29 tackles for loss and 12 sacks in his senior year in college and was moved to the All ACC, of course, Atlantic Coast Conference first team. Despite an impressive senior season, Anoa'i went went undrafted in the 2007 NFL Draft. He would be picked up as an undrafted free agent by the Minnesota Vikings, but was cut less than a month later. He would be signed by the Jacksonville Jaguars, but would be cut just before the start of the 2007 NFL season. In 2008, he would sign with the Canadian Football League's Edmonton Eskimos. He would play just five games for the club, starting in three of them. His highlight game came in September 08 when he recorded five tackles and forced a fumble. Anoy was released in November 2008, after which he retired from football. 
and I'm just uh I uh I uh my page back here, so give me just one second here while while we finish this. Of course, like I said, talking about right now the I do believe I said the thirty thirty third birthday of of course from the rains. Uh, okay, here we go. Okay, wait a minute. Uh, yes. WWE in July 2010, it was assigned to Florida Championship Wrestling, their developmental territory at the time. Leetai, then known as Roman Leakey, later shortened to Leakey, would wrestle primarily in tag team bouts for the first year or so. In January 2012, Leakey defeated FCW Florida heavyweight champion Leo Kruger in a tag team match. The next month, he defeated Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose in a triple threat match for a shot at the Florida heavyweight championship. He would lose his title match to Kruger the following week. In June, Leakey and Mike Dalton would win the FCW Florida tag team titles from Corey Graves and Jake Carter. They would hold him for just a month before being defeated by C.J. Parker and Jason Jordan. Following the FCW rebranding to NXT that summer, Anoa'i was renamed Roman Reigns. He would wrestle his three bouts on NXT programming, defeating C.J. Parker, Chase Donovan, and Gavin Reed in single bouts. Lee Tyler joined the WWE main roster for the 2012 Survivor Series as Roman Reigns. He, along with former FCW rivals Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose, assaulted Ryback during the triple threat main event for the WWE title, allowing CM Punk to retain the championship. Soon the threesome called themselves The Shield, a group who vowed to fight the injustices that plagued WWE. Though they denied working directly with CM Punk, they were always around taking out Punk's adversaries, including Ryback and Team Hell No, who they would defeat in a six-man match at TLC. The Shield continued to assist Punk through January, Attacking The Rock and Ryback, Punk's association with The Shield ended when it was when it was outed that Paul Heyman had paid off The Shield and Brad Maddox to work with them. The Shield wrestled primarily in six-man tag team matches for the next few months, going unbeaten on television until May 13, 2013, when they were disqualified in an elimination against John Cena and Team Hell No. Later, Reigns and Rollins defeated Team Hell No in a Tornado Tag Match to win the WWE Tag Team Championship. Just over a week later, they defeated Hell No in a rematch on Raw, but Hell No would get a measure of revenge in June when they'd been the duo and Randy Orton became the first trio to pin or submit to Shield when Bryan submitted Rollins. Reigns himself would not suffer a pinfall loss until September when the Usos pinned him during an 11-on-3 handicap. The Shield began working with the authority. Reigns and Rollins would hold the tag titles on October 14th and they were defeated by Cody Rhodes and Goldust and I know this qualification. After failing to regain the tag titles later in the month at Hell's Cell, cracks began to form in the group. As Dean Ambrose was the only member of the group of the championship, at Survivor Series, Reigns scored four of the five eliminations in the tag team match and was the sole survivor for his unit. The Shield was defeated at TLC in a three-on-one handicap match against CM Punk, but Reigns would defeat Punk in early January. Later that month, Reigns would make Royal Rumble history when entering at number 15, 
eliminated 12 men, two of them being his own fieldmates, a single record. It would be the eventual runner-up of the match to be eliminated by the returning Batista. This night, the Shield took on John Cena, Sheamus, and Daniel Bryan, with the winning team entered into the elimination chamber. The Shield were disqualified when the Wyatt family interfered on their behalf. The Shield and the Wyatts met at the elimination chamber pay-per-view, the Wyatts winning. There was further decision within the group that they reconciled. The Shield was feud with Kane, and by extension, the authority. The feud essentially turned the Shield face. After simply disposing of Kane and the New Age Outlaws at WrestleMania 30, they feuded with a reformed Evolution. The Shield defeated Evolution at Extreme Rules and Payback. Both groups were dissolved following Payback, quitting the WWE, and Rollins turning on the Shield and aligning himself with the Authority. A singles competitor found himself in the hunt for the WWE World Heavyweight title. The title of Money in the Bank and Battleground, Reigns feuded with Randy Orton, culminating with Reigns defeating Orton at SummerSlam. He then turned his attention to Seth Rollins, the man who betrayed the Shield. We're set to meet at Night of Champions. Reigns even scored a win over Rollins less than a week before the event, but Reigns would develop an incarcerated hernia requiring immediate surgery. Reigns would go back in indefinitely. And Rollins was declared the winner via forfeit at Night of Champions. Returned the Superstar of the Year award to the 2014 Slammy Awards. Six days later, he interfered on behalf of John Cena in his match against Seth Rollins, attacking both Rollins and Big Show. Reigns would score multiple wins over Big Show over the next few weeks, but never via pinfall or submission. Just like that. At the 2015, Roman didn't have a record-breaking performance up the previous year, but the number 19 was for six, six eliminations, including the final three, which was Big Show, Kane, and Rusev to win the match. The win gave him a WrestleMania management against WWE World Heavy War Champion Brock Lesnar. Just over a week later, he suffered his first single singles pinfall loss when he was defeated by the Big Show. Though some traces to the previous summer, Positive crowd reaction to Roman Reigns was diminishing rapidly, especially following the Royal Rumble match. Many people claim the Superstar of the Year award vote to be rigged, but wrestling journalist Mike Johnson of PW Insider and Dave Meltzer of Wrestling Observer Newsletter both stated that the fan vote was legit. Reigns finished second in the most overrated wrestler of 2014 by Wrestling Observer Newsletter. He would finish second again in 2015, and he would win it in 2016. Critics of wrestling pundits and performers himself began pouring in, calling him out of out for his limited moveset, forced promo delivery, and his polarizing persona and attitude. And he claimed he was not fully prepared for his rocket push, and no one himself reacted to such claims, saying that his critics were non-wrestlers who couldn't lock up. After Reigns kept his spot in main event at WrestleMania by defeating Daniel Bryan at Fastlane, both Brian and Paul Heyman endorsed Reigns in what was called by TV.com shockingly transparent promos attempting to illustrate his greatness. Reigns would be defeated at WrestleMania 31 in the WWE title match, not by Lesnar, but by Seth Rollins, who cashed in his Money in the Bank briefcase near the conclusion of the bout. After briefly feuding with Big Show and failing to win the WWE title from Seth Rollins, Reigns began feuding with Bray Wyatt. 
after he had cost Reigns the money in the bank briefcase. The White defeated Reigns in the battleground. He continued to the fall with Reigns defeating White in a Hell in a Cell match in October. I'm sorry. The next night, Reigns won a fatal four-way match to become the number one contender for the WWE World Heavyweight title. But just over a week later, the title was declared vacant when Seth Rollins injured his knee while competing in a match in Ireland. A tournament was commissioned to crown a new champion, and Triple H offered Reigns a bye into the final in exchange for joining the authority. Reigns declined. He would win the tournament, defeating Alberto Del Rio and Dean Ambrose at Survivor Series to win the WWE World Heavyweight title for the first time. Triple H tried to offer congratulations, but Reigns speared him. It was a trap. Shane's ambushed Reigns and cashed in his money in the bank, defeating Reigns just five minutes later. Reigns would lose the rematch at TLC thanks in part to Sheamus and the League of Nations. Post-match, Reigns would assault the League and Triple H. The night after TLC, Reigns was granted a WWE Championship rematch by Mr. McMahon with the condition that Roman's career was over if he lost. Roman would overcome interference from McMahon, Del Rio, and Rusev to defeat and retain the WWE World Heavyweight title. After successfully defending again on, on January 4th, with McMahon as a special referee, it was announced that Reigns would defend the WWE title in the Royal Rumble match. Roman entered first and would get five eliminations before being attacked by the League of Nations. Reigns would eventually return and would be ousted by the match's eventual winner, Triple H. After Reigns defeated Ambrose, defeated Dean Ambrose and Brock Lesnar in a triple threat match for the right to challenge for the WWE World Heavyweight title, the match was set for WrestleMania 32, where Triple H defended against Reigns. In March 2016, Reigns abandoned the crowd entrance he had used since his Shield days for a more traditional entrance from the entrance ramp. At WrestleMania 32, Reigns defeated Triple H to become the WWE World Heavyweight Champion for a third time. After successfully defending the title against AJ Styles on consecutive pay-per-views, including Payback and Extreme Rules, both in May 2016, he was attacked by returning Seth Rollins. An episode of Raw in late in his reign of champion, the June 13, 2016 edition, garnered a 2.03 rating. At the time, the lowest for a non-holiday episode since March 1997, a taped broadcast featuring the first ever WWF European title match. Just two days later, Reigns suffered his first clean pinfall defeat and has joined the main roster at the hands of Rollins at the main event of the WWE title. Rollins had little time to enjoy the win and the tap by Dean Ambrose. Ambrose cashed in his newly won line to chase Ambrose. Not about way it's not to be a write-off. Reigns had violated the WWE development policy prior to the pay-per-view, triggering a 30-day suspension. The suspension was acknowledged on WWE programming <laughs> Excuse me, and would get his rematch for the championship when he returned at Battleground when he took on the new champion Dean Ambrose and former champion Seth Rollins. Ambrose defeated Reigns to retain the title. After failing to win the number one contenders match for the new Universal Championship, he would feud with United States champion Rusev. The two fall to a no contest at SummerSlam, but Reigns would win a return bout at Clash of Champions in September for the title. He retained the title in a Hell in a Cell match in the, in, the, in the titular match in October, ending the feud. In November, Reigns joined Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, Chris Jericho, and Braun Strowman in a Raw versus SmackDown 
Elimination Tag Team Match at Survivor Series. Ray White defeated Reigns to get SmackDown to win 5-3. Reigns next feuded with Kevin Owens over the WWE Universal title. After defeating him in a non-title match, Reigns chances the title with Rose Brock into the line. Chris Jericho's interference cost Owens the match. And Ray Reigns was defeated by Chris Jericho in a two-on-one handicap match for the United States title. Reigns feud with Owens ended the Royal Rumble when Owens retained the title in a no-DQ match with Jericho suspended in a shark cage. In the show's titular match, Reigns entered last in the match and then eliminated Bray Wyatt, Chris Jericho, and The Undertaker before being the last man eliminated by the bout in the bout by the match's winner, Randy Orton. As becoming the first man to defeat Braun Strowman, Roman called out Strowman. He got the Undertaker instead. The two feet would feud at face off at WrestleMania 33, and what would be Reigns' third straight WrestleMania main event and The Undertaker's last. Reigns would win the match, joining Brock Lesnar as the only man to defeat The Undertaker at WrestleMania. The next night, Reigns was greeted with with, 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 with big, big time booze and vulgar chants for more than 10 minutes. For simply declaring, this is my yard now, and Stevie. Reigns resumed his feud with Braun Strowman, who attacked him in his interview. <laughs> Reigns was taken out in, on an ambulance, but Strowman got to the ambulance and tipped it over. Reigns returned to face Strowman at payback, but was defeated by Strowman. The feud is on hold as was on, was on hold as Braun recovered from covering from elbow surgery. Crowd, crowd reaction towards Reigns continues to remain mixed, negative despite his perceived hard luck underdog story. Seeing as WWE bent over backwards to create new obstacles for him at the expense of almost, of almost everyone on the roster. Many websites have reported WWE taking drastic measures to hide fans' disapproval of Reigns, including editing anti-Reigns signs. Taking said anti-rain signs away, piping in cheers, and muting crowd reactions. It's been a little to curb reaction. ESPN's David Shoemaker went so far as to call him the most despised wrestler WWE has had since it turned Stark and Slaughter into an Iraqi sympathizing traitor in 1990. Multiple WWE performers, including Hulk Hogan and his cousin Rikishi, have all called for Reigns heel turn. Reigns is a kid's show, and he wasn't wrestling to impress grown men. Continue to raid the boo. You're going to be mad for a long time. I'm not going away. In a February 2017 interview with ESPN, Noah said that the boos were for him were motivation, saying that thousands of people are, are screaming boo at the top of their lungs, and I am, I'm the center of attention. I must be doing something right. Following WrestleMania 32, Reigns declared himself to be not a good guy, not a bad guy, but the guy, indicating perhaps a tweener. Additionally, Dan Minister said that WWE's new gimmick for Reigns is that he was being positioned as a guy people actually like, that they always boo him because it's fun to boo him. Meltzer said that in reality, this was, this was far from the truth. February 2017, Meltzer said that barring a change in long-term plans, WWE's push of Roman Reigns will continue, even going so far as to say that it will never end. He also predicted that the likely path of WrestleMania, that WrestleMania 34, had, probably of course, has, will, 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 did probably see 
raised the feet Brock Lesnar for the universal title, which did not happen, and replaced John Cena as the company baby. Lisa was married to Galena and Joel Becker. The couple, married since December 2014, has one daughter cadet together with whom he actually appeared in a, with in a public service announcement in June 2014. Seven-time Slammy Award winner was ranked the number one singles wrestler in the world in the most recent PWI 500. So, folks, there you have it there with your wrestling history birthday series for today. Happy birthday to Bo Dallas and also happy birthday to Roman Reigns. Indeed. Okay, here, folks, let's go ahead and bring this here one more time. Um, 1724 444 7444. This is called ID 138055 pounds. This is, of course, episode 506 of Revolution for uh, Friday, May 25th, 2018. Mr. WWUS Chad Hinchall. Uh, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I think the man that we thought was not going to be on the night apparently is here. Yes, uh, he is. Yeah, he is. Fart knocker. Yeah, he just came back from the fire game. Yeah, and, and I'll go ahead and go ahead and introduce him. Introduce him. Introduce him. Then, the Ice Man, Jared D. Geraldo. Speak up, there, boy. Speak up. Ah, okay. fart knocker. Ah, fart knocker. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, JD is of course a 2015 and 17 WWS Hall of Famer. He's also part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on Talk Show. Talk to um, uh, uh, .com. Also, I do see we have the human suplex machine, John Gross, on the on the chat box as well. He's the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer. Well. Now, I do see now on the live video chat box from the WWS Universe, I do see that the 2016 Hall of Famer and a multiple title holder in our trivia championship series, the Empress Anne Marie Rickenbach, is now also joined us as well. Let's welcome. Let's welcome JD, John, and Ann to number five hundred six of Revolution. Good to have everyone on, everyone on. And I can only assume that this supposed guest three was you, JD. Nope. Uh, I don't know anything about it. Uh, well, uh, well, he's talking just like you are in terms of Beavis and Butthead, so it's got it. So, uh, someone someone was, someone was, so someone's telling me I'm wrong about the birthdays. Never tell me I'm wrong about anything. Uh, so. Uh, but uh, that's the only birthdays I had listed um, was Bo Dallas and Roman Reigns was the only two that I had. So, uh, uh, and, uh, and 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 no JD, I don't have a boner. So. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. So, so what I got is a stiffy. A pimp. You want to do that? I can do that right now. Here too. I won't be on for long, though. I'm just decided to come on for a couple minutes anyway, though. Okay. Uh, did you, did you, did you, did you have something you wanted to add? I'm sorry. Did you say something? I guess you said you wanted me to step away for a minute. Okay. Uh, okay. Well. I just see here that somebody here is ready to rumble here, and that is, of course, being uh, that that is, that is, of course, being the empress herself. Uh, of course, as you know, here, ladies and gentlemen, as I did say earlier in the show, that we did where we did get a get off to a really good start. Uh, 
match for the NXT US North American Championship between the champion, the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie, and the challenger, the Empress and Brady Rickenbach. Uh, Fonzie, of course, as, as everyone knows, did get a little bit under the weather. We had to stop the match by in the middle uh, with a good run going as Ann was, Ann is, as, as of right now, Ann is still currently in the match, 1675 to 1400. Yeah. Uh, so, but, um, but of course, Ann and Fonzie, I talked about it, and they have agreed to go ahead and get this match finished up here for the night. Uh, so we can go ahead and put it in the books. Um, uh, of course, as you know, uh, <clears throat> we already now, we now know that the Iceman Jerky Geralmo will be facing the winner of this match here. And of course, as of last night on Wolfpack, we did officially hear that now the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds has also thrown her name into the hat too for a shot at this belt. So, 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 and so, finally, you and you or Animal will be watching out for both JD and also for Michelle. So, both of both them will be coming for that belt here really, really soon. Which, by the way, I have I have got it right here. The belt has been in good is in good shape. And uh, so, just want to give you a heads up on that. Uh, uh, let's just wait, let's wait until, of course, like I said, J.D. gets on here. J.D., are you back yet? Yeah, he is. J.D.? Yeah. There he is. He's back. There he is. Okay. Because I'm moving right. on for like only a couple minutes, so like five minutes, and I'm not going to be on too much longer. I just wanted to come on. What, what did he say? I didn't I didn't hear what he said. I said, I said, I'm a partner. <laughs> 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 Uh, okay, he was he was he was he was he, he was he was bringing out his inner divas. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You were uh, okay. So, um, so I guess I guess of course both Fonzie and Anne I think are ready to go after this go after this uh, after this chance. Well, I'm gonna let them do their thing. I just want to come on with you guys. Happy Memorial Day and everything. I will be around this weekend, so. I will be checking in periodically from time to time. Okay. Okay, J.D., well, we'll we'll talk about you here over the weekend. I hope you have a tremendous um, Memorial Day. And, of course, we'll definitely be talking to you, of course, Monday on Raw Radio. Sounds good. All right, bud. Thank you very much. Of course, that was, like I said, the Iceman, Jerry Geralmo. Of course, it's kind of fun while looking at a game. I guess he is a little bit exhausted. So we will go ahead now and have our have our Fonzie guys here. Uh, um, I'm sure like Fonzie and Ann are are ready to go here. Fonzie, you ready to go there, bud? I've been ready. Get ready, Ann. I know I said I was going to lose tonight, but I'm going to win. Okay, well, that you had great confidence there, Fonzie. Great confidence indeed. Uh, Ann, are you ready to go, my dear? She's been ready. Oh, she always is. <laughs> she always is. And of course, John is, is is standing by, of course, as the as of course our special guest judge tonight. And Anne says, "Yes, Anne's ready to go here, folks." And ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and bring it here to you. Of course, uh, I will reveal it here. I will reveal it here right now. Of course, it, it, it is. Uh, let me, uh, let me, well, of course, I'll have to find it here, too. Of course, as I did mention last night before, NWO Wolfpack, I did create a brand new 
uh, Jeopardy board. Uh, and this is all wrestling here, so we don't have to worry about trying to find anything in terms of wrestling because I, 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 and like I said, we will be using the Aha, there you go. There you go. Okay. Okay. As you know, ladies and gentlemen, we are now in the continuation of our match for the NXT US North American Championship. Of course, the champion, the Heartbreak Kids, Fonzie, against the challenger, the Empress Anne-Marie Rickenbach. Of course, the score still stands. And 1675, Fonzie, 1400, 275 right now, separating both combatants here. And, of course, as we said, ladies and gentlemen, I am now introduced to you to WWUS's new Jeopardy board, WWUS Ultimate Jeopardy. Yes, indeed, and these are categories that were had that were prepared and and the clues and answers picked out, fixed up by me. So I take I take I take the credit and responsibility for this board. So there you go. And of course, like we said, one, two, three, four, and five hundred are still the values. The categories are as follows. Listen very carefully here, both finding and and past and present championships. Name the manager, female superstars, real names, catchphrases, and wrestlers in movies. I bet that's simple enough. So, like I said, Fonzie, with you being the champion, of course, like you said, I know Ann is leading, but you have still have the champion's advantage. Would you like to go first, or would you like to have Ann go first? Uh, I'll go first. I'll go first. Okay, champion has decided he will go first. Uh, Fonte, please choose a category and a, and a, a amount, please. Uh, the women's category. Female superstars, real name. Female, yeah. Female. Okay, female for how much? For how much? Uh, I'm gonna try for three hundred. Three hundred. All right, Fonzie, in this category, I can explain. I will give you the real name of the female superstar. You have to tell me who it, who, who, are, who are they better known as in wrestling. Okay? That's how, that's how that category works, Fonzie. Okay? Okay, yeah. All right. So for 300, Fonzie is chosen, and here it is. Fonzie, Ashley May Sabera. Who is she better known as in wrestling? Um, can I get a hint? Yeah, and the best one I can come up with is uh, yes, Titus Worldwide. Uh, who is Dana Brooke? Is my final answer. And you are correct, sir. It is Dave Brooks. All right. So, so Fonzie, so Fonzie now, as of right now, Fonzie has taken the lead by only 25 points already. 
see. But that's good. Like I said, Fonzie, you got the confidence going in. Just keep it up here going on during the match. All right, and you're up next. So, oh, no, I'm this roll. I'm your business lady. Oh, shit. He has diarrhea. Diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> That belt is brought to you tonight by AW Root Beer for that clean, for, for that nice aged vanilla taste. Please try AW AW Root Beer. All right, and what's well, the star's real names category? And for how much? Oh, that's a rough And wants it for five hundred. Oh boy. Okay, and what was it called? She wants the same one you just did, the female superstar's real names. Oh, okay. Now she wants and she wants it for five hundred. Okay. And which WWE superstar's real name is is Catherine Kelly? I'm sorry. I may have that wrong. I think it's Catherine Perry. Sorry. Let me repeat that. Oh, shit. Stop. 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 my fucking... Oh, we alive. Uh, 
believe, if I'm not mistaken here, let me see here. She's up to 21.75. Oh, my Lord. Oh, boy. Bozzy, this is what, you're up next, my man. All right. I'm gonna try a woman four hundred. You're gonna go for the you're gonna stay in the real names category for four hundred, okay? Yeah. Okay, Fonzie. Which WWE superstar's real which WWE female superstar's real name is? And I'm doing my best to forgive me if I pronounce this wrong. And uh, uh, Lavalina Fanine. Can I get a hint? Uh, well, yeah. Uh, she. Let me see. Let me let me come up with an interesting one. She is a relative of the Rock. A relative of the Rock. Yes. And of course, both Anne and Fonzie, remember, you do have three three hints per clue. Uh, Give me another hint. Okay. uh, Give me just a second here. Uh, that's a second here. Uh, um, well, the only other, only other thing I can think of for her is that she currently holds the raw women's belt. Who was my Jack? That's your final answer? Yeah. You are correct, sir. It is Nia Jax. How is she related to Rock? She's of Samoan heritage, bud. She's in that family. Because uh, I was thinking of Tamina, and she Tamina is, is not as uh, about, uh, uh, what's that called? Uh, Fly Shookum. Right, and, and, and Tamina is. But see, whenever yeah. Nia Jax was in NXT, it was it was announced whenever she first appeared that she was a, a relative. She was a relative of the Okay, there was Tamina. Who was the other one? There was another one before Nia Jax. There was another one. I I don't recall. I'll be honest with you. I don't. I, I, I mean, I'm not down what you're telling me, but like I said, Nia Jax is a distant relative of The Rock. Oh no, no, I know. I'm saying there's another one before Tamina, after Tamina. 
be another female competitor that's related to that family? Uh, there was, a, yeah, there was another female same, uh, same we'll have type. To, we'll have to do some research on it. We'll yeah. Do we'll do some research on it, but like I said, I mean, it is. It is yeah, uh, yeah. I didn't is, know that. Right, well, it, was, um, it, was, it was mentioned on NXT a while back. I remember this very well. That when she first started competing, that she they 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 talked. They said that she was when she first came on the scene, that she was a she is a she is a rel she is a relative of the Rock. Yeah. Okay. okay. And you want the female category, and the only two clues that are left in that is one in two hundred. Four hundred's already been used. <laughs> The crowd. And we'll take the female category for two hundred. Okay, and here you go. And 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 this is this is one that she is not wrestling anymore. But uh, I decided. This one to try to see if anyone would know it. And which past WWE competitor's real name is Ariane Andrews? <laughs> it's hard for me. Like that. Uh, uh, uh. Listen to this one very carefully. This is a this is a 
past championship, I can tell you that. It's not being used anymore. At least I don't think it is. This championship was held... Was it was was it? Let me say that. Let me let me let me. I'll call it, let me rephrase that. Sorry about that. The championship that was held by three men at one time. And you said it's not longer there anymore. It's not. Well, it's it, it was very popular a long time ago. I have not heard it being used in any circles recently, so I can only assume it's not being used anymore at all. Okay. I have a little feeling I know this, but I needed just a hint. Okay. Uh, let me see how I can. Um, let me see. Okay, that's the only way I can do this. This is possibly going to be a dead giveaway, but I can, I'm not going to use it. Two sets of three men can fight for this belt. Uh, I still can't get it. So, is that your final decision? No, no. Can I get another hint? Uh well, if I do, that might that might kind of give away the answer. Uh, that was the best one I could best thing I could think of. Um, other than I can, uh, the best thing I could say was used very. It was used a long time ago, mainly in the old NWA. I mean, that's don't. I don't know how much of help that would be, but that's the only one I can think of. I might get this wrong and it might be right because there's two of them and not used. Well, there's a lot of belts that are not used anymore. No, there's only two. No, there, but there's uh, I know, but there's a lot of championships that were that were very popular back in the day, but they're no longer in. I'm talking about everywhere. I'm not maybe just not centered around WWE, but I mean, I mean, I'm talking about pretty much everywhere. But do you have a you have a thought? I might get this wrong. I'm gonna say the European title. That's your final answer? Yeah. That's a good guess. The answer and part of the hint, first hint I gave you should have given you a clue. I said two sets of three men. If you multiply two times three, it is what? If your math is, I mean, are you good at math, Fonzie? Two times three is six. Okay. The answer is the world six-man tag team championship. There was a six-man six tag team championship a long time ago, especially in the old uh-huh. NWA. It was held by guys like uh, 
I know Dusty Rhodes was involved. I know Sting was involved, the Road Warriors. There were several guys that held that belt a long time ago. Wow. But to my understanding, I don't think the belt is as active anymore. No, it's not there either. But, I thought uh, it was a European, too, because the European belt is not there. Or a hardcore. No, when I said it, no. I mean all three men had a belt. Pretty much what I was saying. I didn't know that. Jeez. Yeah, yes, well, well, there should be a Wikipedia thing about it. If you ever want to go back and read it, please, please, please. Yeah, yeah, I will. Okay, and your aunt, I mean, I know that was a difficult one. I mean, there was a whole lot of that that I was, uh, I was, um, um, there was a whole lot of, you know, that I could have chosen from, and I just came to the first five that kind of um, yeah. in that category. And you're up next. I suck. Well, no, no, you no, no. Wait a minute. Hold on. No, wait a minute. I know. I said my sucks. I said it sucks. Fonzie, you just got one wrong. That doesn't mean. Oh, but it doesn't mean it's the end of the world. So don't worry about it. No, I know. So don't worry about it. You're still in the ball game, so don't you worry. There's plenty more categories to choose from. And one more time, the categories are as follows. Past and present championships, one, two, three, and four are still active. Name the manager, catchphrases, and wrestlers in movies, all five clues are still there. And female superstars' real name still has 100 left. No more beans. (laughs) 
I love that. That <clears throat> that was kind of similar to what JD was doing a little while ago. What that is, what I got is, is, is I found this on Google Play. It's a Beavis and Butthead soundboard. Uh, no more beans. What happens when you eat big beans? Chad. Yes. Uh, I did my stress test today. This morning. Oh, okay. okay. We get to get to, let us know here just a minute here. Uh, <coughs> I'm sorry. Uh, and is that your final? And is that your final decision? He was the only 
former WCW talent that had never stepped foot in WWE at all before before that time. And then, yeah, of course, the four-year wrestling team. And he got a Hall of Fame, right? And he, well, yeah, not, not, yeah. Not, that wasn't until later. That wasn't until later. But what I was saying was, what I was saying is, is that also he faced Triple H. He finally had a WrestleMania match with Triple H. Of course, we saw the return of the NWO and Generation X both at the same time. So I thought yeah. I'd never get a chance to see that. And then, like I said, Fonzie said, yeah, he did. He did put, was put in the Hall of Fame after he had to. He had to. He was forced to retire whenever he injured his neck in a match. Yeah. Home. Yeah, there you go. But uh, it was, and the answer, he always said that in WCW. Uh, the answer is thing. But, uh, but a good, but a, a good, um, a good attempt or a good thought there. Uh, Fuzzy, you're up next. Uh, what category she picked? Catchphrases. And what number she picked? Well, one, two, three, and four is left. Okay. So she picked the 500 then? She did. Okay. Give me for 400. 400 in catchphrases. Okay, Fonzie, here you go. Fonzie, who is known, who is known for the catchphrase, here comes the pain? Okay, I have, I have, I don't know if I'm going to be right or wrong, but give me a hint, please. He is managed by Paul Heyman. The next big thing, Brock Lesnar. That's your final one? Yeah. correct. It is a fat rock with I was going to pick that, but I didn't know. I thought it was uh, Here Comes the Pain. Was it uh, uh, Mark Henry? Didn't he use that thing? You're saying you're thinking Hall of Pain is Mark Henry. Okay. Here Comes okay. the Pain was used. Hall, Here Comes the Pain was used in the early 2000s by Brock Lesnar. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah that's more they started, they started saying that about him, especially uh, when Taz was doing commentary on SmackDown. He would always say that. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Now I got you. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. And, you're up, and you're up next. Do, do, do. 
Yes, Jim Carrey played Andy Kaufman in this movie, which also featured Jim Ross and Jerry Wallace. I got to name the movie? Yes, they named the, named the movie. Well, Jim Carrey played a lot of movies. Well, I know, but this was this was kind of a true story. Mm. Uh, can I get a hint? Uh, let me see how I can describe the title here. Uh, hmm. Let's see. Andy 
Craftsman uh, story. Craftsman. That's your final answer? Yes. Bob, that's a good guess because you're right. It's called Man on the Moon. Okay. Man on the Moon, yeah. All right, that's good. Yeah, there you go. So, Ann, let me go ahead and take what we have left. Past, present, championships, one, two, three, and four. Name the manager, all five clues to the letter. Female superstar real names, 100. Catchphrases, one and 200. And wrestlers in movies, one, two, three, and 500. And JD has no ball. Savage 
played a wrestler named Buzzsaw in this film by Marvel about an amazing hero. Uh-huh, okay, okay. Yes. Bozzy, you're up next. 
his bony tricks. Female wrestler's real name for 100. Let's clear that. Don't clear out the female categories. Okay, Sanzi, here you go for 100. Sanzi, which wrestler's real, female wrestler's, this is a current female wrestler, by the way, who's wrestling right now. Uh, okay. Um, what female wrestler's real name is Cassie McIntosh? Shit. Uh, can I get a hint? She is, let's see. I don't know if I remember this correctly. Yes, okay. She is one of the ladies uh, who attacked Charlotte. Uh, in order for Carmella to win the women's belt. So she's... Let me, let me say, uh, she screwed... She was one of the two ladies that attacked Charlotte. Okay. Cash in her contract and went to the belt off of Charlotte. Okay. Yes. Was it two extra? There was two extra women or one extra woman? It was one. It was one of the two that attacked Charles. Well, let me, let me, let me rephrase that. Uh, she's a member of that group. That this this was the team that attacked Charlotte in order for Carmella to pick up the women's belt, called the Iconic. I'm going to say Ruby Wright. That's right. Yeah. Peyton Royce. The Riot Squad's now on Raw. You remember during the switch up, they they took the the Riot Squad to Raw. This this was on SmackDown. I know, I mean, like I said, I was trying to come up with some interesting ones here with this. God damn it. Okay, female superstar's real name is no longer in play. I will let you know everyone know that. And what we have left is past, present championships, one, two, three, and four. Name the manager, one, two, three, four, and five. Catchphrases, one and two. And wrestlers in movies, one, two, and three. Okay, and okay, and I'm I'm sorry if I got that incorrect. 
The character that Randy Savage played in Spider-Man was not called Buzzsaw. It was called Bonesaw. Okay. Well, well, sweetheart, with all due respect, this part was a B, and the last part of it was a saw. So, I mean, at least I got part of it right. So, but thank you for thank you for letting me know. Now, I can't go back and change it, but um, but I'll keep that in mind next time. And you're up next. And no to what? <laughs> that was just a joke, man. Just disregard that. Let's just say what you have to say. What? What you want for your next question, please? Oh, Okay, wrestlers in movies and uh, one, two, and I do believe one, two, and three is the left. And wants wrestlers and movies for three hundred and Anne, here you go. That's what we have right here. And Goldberg, Kevin Nash, and the great Kali played football in this remake along alongside Adam Sandler and Burt Reynolds. Oh, man. Oh, so good. Fucking twice. Well, my mouth is so, I was like, dry. I'm sorry, I can't. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my goodness, ladies and gentlemen, that is uh, that is unbelievable here. Yes, uh, yes, we yes we are now introduced to the Fonzie fart. I do. <laughs> yeah, yes. okay. I said it feels so good when you drink. My mouth is yeah. so dry. Oh, my goodness. 
Bonzi, you're currently leading 3,100 to 2,900. So it's still a very close game. Very I'm leading by 200. No, you're leading by two. That's right. Leading okay. by 200. Very, very, very good and very good, very good indeed. Uh, and you're up next. 
Ann's going to take wrestlers and movies for 200 Okay, Ann, here you go. Ann, Terry Funk made an appearance in this Bouncer movie starring Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze. Yes, Patrick Swayze. Yes, oh, yeah, absolutely. Indeed. Great singer, great dancer, great actor. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I hate it we lost him. Uh, yes. I didn't like Ghost too much. I mean, Ghost. Yeah, I remember I didn't like that too much. And a baby dancing? Hell, yeah. Well, that was probably one of his most popular ones, was that. Uh, yeah. I, I, I think what really made him a star... You know, I don't watch it personally. I mean, I've read a whole lot. I think what really made him the star was obviously Dirty, dirty Dancing. Yeah, Dirty Dancing, yeah. Yeah. Only babies in the corner. Yes. Uh, he, did, he, did a lot of, he did a lot of other good ones. Yeah. Um, like you said, Ghost was a good one. Uh, yeah, I didn't like Ghost too much, though. Right. Well, some people liked it, some people didn't. Um, let's see if Ann gets this answered, and we'll talk about this movie here in just a bit. But just yeah. don't say anything here yet. That's a yes. No, no, I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> yes, that's it. Um, he did one with Keanu Reeves called Point Break. I think if I can go back. That was, okay. Back in time. Uh, 
Yeah. This match will go on to meet the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, at a later date. And also, like I said, as we learned on uh, on Wolfpack last night, Blackwood of the show, Dodds has now thrown her name in the hat for a shot at this belt. And actually, we just heard here a little while ago that the human suplex machine, John Gross, wants, a, wants another wants a shot at this belt, too. So... Uh, so, so like I said, they're lined up here already for this very popular championship belt here coming up here. Uh, I don't even know. Now, her final answer is Roadhouse, and you are correct. It isn't that Roadhouse. I was going to say that. I was going to say that. I was going to say that. Yeah. And Ann is now tied it up. It is $3,100. So, yeah. so, so, we still got... Uh, Let's see. Uh, we still got 11 clues left to go, so you still have uh, plenty. You and Ash have plenty of opportunity to go back and forth there. So please choose the next. Choose your make your next pick, please. Okay. Um. Managers. What? Managers. Oh, name the manager. Okay. Uh, one, two, three, four, and five. All five clues are still there. Name the manager for five. Okay, Fonzie, here you go. Fonzie, what this is, is I will name three wrestlers or tag teams. You have to tell tell me the manager that managed all of them. Okay. That's what what this is, basically. Yeah, yeah. Who managed the Heart Foundation, the Honky Tonk Man, and Earthquake? Can I give you a hint? He always carried a bullhorn. Carried what? He always carried a bullhorn. Can I get another hint? Uh, uh, let me see. Um, uh, let me see. Um, um, His nickname was the Mouth of the South. Come through, fans. I didn't hear it. No, I said, come on, get through it. I'm trying to... I know who it is. I just can't picture his face. There's three of them. 
that only one you said with the bull horn. Well, well, this 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 this, this, this might not have been all the ones this particular person managed, but these were three. These were, like I say, it would be either wrestlers or tag teams. Yeah. Yes, so. Uh, you have one more hint? Yeah, no, I'm trying. Uh, let me see some. Yeah, give me. Uh, let me see it another hint. He always. Uh, let's see. First hint was he always carried a bullhorn. The second hint is that he was known as the mouth of the south. The third hint. He always wore sunglasses. Always wear sunglasses. Yes. To every match, he always wore sunglasses. Whoever he was managing. Uh, always wear sunglasses. There's two of them who wear. There's two of them who wear sunglasses, isn't it? Well, it could have been, but this one, this one was was seen wearing them about all the time. Still thinking. I can't picture his goddamn name. Son of a. You know what? Because I know there's one. So he, you said Mouth to the South, right? His nickname was the Mouth of the South, yes. Uh, he also he always carried a bullhorn. Yeah, I, I know. There's another one, too. I can't. There's another one, too. He was muddy, but he was better known for it, though. Yeah. And he was an earthquake uh, manager. He was a manager of the honky tonk man, and he managed earthquake. Yes, those were those were two 
singles wrestlers and a tag team that he managed, yes. Okay. Honky talk, man. Or I can picture it. It can be. I'm going to get this goddamn thing wrong, too. Who is Jimmy Cornette? Is my final answer. That's a good guess, and you are close. Jimmy Hart. Son of a bitch! I, I knew it! I think, I think Jimmy Hart played uh, the microphone. You said, you said what? I think Jimmy Hart played the microphone. Jimmy Hart was the bullhorn are the same thing, Fonzie. But it primarily, yeah, it, was a, it, was a, it was a bullhorn that he carried. It's the same thing. No, because... Uh, um, yeah. I didn't call the ball one. Jim Cornette, the tennis racket. Yeah, I know that. But I, 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 had a, I had a feeling that two of them were like, uh, that's why I said there was two managers. They both wear sunglasses. Actually, one of their sunglasses and one were eyeglasses. Right, Cornette but, wore eyeglasses. Jimmy Hart wore Yeah.
thing was that year after this was of course of course after the big 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 uh, match that Hogan had with the Ultimate Warrior. Uh, Hogan was on the was on the Brother Love show, and um, Jimmy Hart kind of kind of lured him out, and all of a sudden they were he was expecting to talk to Earthquake, but instead Jimmy Hart talked to him and he lured Hogan out, and all of a sudden Earthquake attacked him and started squat and did that big squash that he was known for doing, yeah. and then Hogan was like out for several months up until. Um, he was. He was. They said he was uh, back up and. Uh, didn't he, didn't he set up to too? Hold on one second. He was getting all prepared now because he he wanted revenge on Earthquake. Yeah. Uh, so and and the guy who would eventually be Earthquake, who would become Earthquake's natural disasters tag team partner, Typhoon, was known as Tugboat, who was an ally of Hogan. He kind of rallied uh, support for Hogan while he was out. And uh, and and he was scheduled to be in Hulk Hogan's corner at SummerSlam 1990, but Earthquake took him out. And so what yeah. happened was you know, Hogan got the big boss man to back him up, while Earthquake yeah. had uh, Jimmy Hart and Dino Bravo. And uh, and uh, so okay, yeah. and championships uh, category and one, two, three, or four. And wants the past championships for 400. Okay, and here you go. And this was the belt that was first held by the British Bulldog after he won a tournament in Germany over Owen Hart. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my. Oh. Oh my goodness gracious. Oh my lord, Fonzie's Fonzie's right after knockout gas, so everybody's everybody's got dead. Oh you should have had it. It was nasty. Someone pulled the chain off us and he went. Okay, sorry. Man, he was in a lot of shows. Okay. You know that, What? He was in a lot of shows, I mean, with other people. Like, uh, he was in, uh, I, uh, I see Posse, in Sunny Clown Posse, at the rock bottom in your house. You know that one? You see who? 
Uh, the headbangers when oh, you can climb pussy. Pussy. They got the red button in your house. Paper view. Oh, okay. Oh, I haven't heard those two. I haven't heard about those two teams in a while. Yeah, ninety nine Rumble too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, Anne is asking for a hint. Uh, Sorry. Uh, let me see. Um, he did came back. That's when he's thirty. Um. And this was sort of an this was sort of a championship with international flavor. So, uh, that's the best hint I can really give you. I'm I'm sorry, that's the best one I can give. It was none of that. I was in the shark. That was another nickname too. Yeah, he was called he was called a lot of things. I mean, Earthquake. Yeah. Yes. He was called Avalanche and Shark in WCW for a time. Yeah, the Shark, the Canadian. The last time he did any wrestling for WWF WWE was at WrestleMania. I believe it was WrestleMania 17 in the Gimmick Battle Royal. Yeah. And uh, uh, Earthquake Evans three. Where is that? Where is that? Oh, my God. Holy heck. They called him a Canadian. Yeah, he was from, he was at an actuality from Canada. He was born. British Columbia. Yeah. That's, yeah that's, that's in Canada. Yeah. That's up in Canada. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's up towards Vancouver. Right. In Vancouver. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. that's where Vancouver is. It's in British Columbia. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, let's see if Anne... Um... My goodness gracious. Great balls of great balls of fire. Yeah, I did a great don't balls of fire. Don't light a match. Baked beans. I told you I ate baked beans. I ate baked beans tonight. What is she? Beans, the magical fruit, the more you eat, the more you pour. Okay. Yeah. More you eat, more you toot. Yeah, yeah. And is that your final answer? Sorry, Ann. That's okay. Trying to have fun here. Ann says the UK championship, and Ann, that is a good guess. But in this case, we're looking for the European Championship. Uh, I said that. Remember, Ian? I said that before. The European mm-hmm. title, though, was, was was created back in the late 90s. British Bulldog yeah. and Art were involved. Remember that question I answered? 
number was a five hundred was a five hundred point question. Remember on um past the president or was it he told me it was a tag teams? The world, the world six man tag team. Yeah, remember I said yeah, uh, for the European title. <laughs> yeah, 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 you did. You did. Yeah, sure. But uh, and the answer is the European title, my dear. Yeah. You were close, but it's the. But uh, this was this was this this was long before the UK belt ever came out. Yeah. Uh, Ozzy, you're up next. Okay. You not me to for four hundred. Which one? Name that manager for 400. Name the manager for 400, okay. Fonzie, who managed these three men? Undertaker, Kane, and Mankind. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, here is Paul Bear, my final answer. You're correct, sir. It is indeed Paul Bear. He did Kane, too, didn't he? Yeah, say Kane was one of them, yes. Yeah, Kane was one, yeah, in the beginning. He, he managed Undertaker, Kane, and Mankind. Yes, uh, and also, also, as Paul Bear, he also managed, for a short time, he managed Vader. Vader, uh, yeah, I know that. He managed Vader for a little while. Uh, yep. In other organizations, he, man, he managed other, he managed some, Actually, he managed the Undertaker when he was known as something else in another wrestling organization a long time ago. Uh, yeah. But uh, but as Paul Bear, he managed the Undertaker, Kane, and Mankind. Like I said, he also did manage Vader for a short time. So, yep, Vader. Yeah, and um, past, present titles, and name the manager, one, two, and three, catchphrases, and wrestlers in movies, 100. And... And, and you do not suck. Now, now, now stop, y'all, stop. This is even because you get one wrong. Stop it. Don't say that. And you're up next. You don't suck, and. No, she doesn't. She doesn't suck. No, no, I said that. You okay. don't suck, and. Anne's going to take past championships for. No, you don't, and. Trust me on that. <laughs> Past championships for 300. And this belt was first used in WCW, but now it is used in WWE. And stop saying you do not. Chad and... She likes to put herself down. Do what? She likes to put herself down. Well, she you know, well, well, you gotta keep you gotta, you gotta keep this in mind. You, I mean, that's why, like I said, you gotta, you gotta, you, gotta yeah, think, you never know what I'm going to end up asking. So that's why you know I yep. you know always read a lot of things, especially magazines, read a lot of stuff online, look at YouTube videos. Yeah. Uh, but you gotta look at a lot of things in order to. Oh yeah. Indeed. So. Yep. Oh man. 
Uh, was it Jalen Brown had 27 to leave Boston tonight? But like I said, the Cavs yeah. were on fire tonight. LeBron had 40 points. Yep, 46. <laughs> yep. But like I said, I just came on to see who's winning. It's close. Yep. Yeah. Hold on a minute. I'll hold on a minute. I'll tell you. 20. By the way, 263,000 people watched Impact last night. Down from 326 the week before, 9.23 million watched the Thursday night hoop game. Uh, it is, uh, and, uh, and uh, it is, it is, uh, it is, it is, it is a close one here. Let me see here, Fonzie. You have. Give me a second here. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Fonzie, you have 3600. Uh, and uh, not that, but thirty six hundred. And and you have let's see. I don't think I'm losing by a hundred or two hundred. And has thirty four seventy five. So so she's down very close match, you guys. Down by hundred and twenty five. Oh, Fonzie, you're leading right now. Thirty six hundred thirty four seventy five. Oh, okay. Okay. And you're up and you're up next one here. Past present titles one and two hundred. Name the manager one, two and three, and wrestlers in movies one hundred. And what's in JD's pants for? I don't know what. Uh, uh, and you don't stop saying you suck. You don't suck. <laughs> and stop it. Oh. oh my God! Again, jeez! And has I'm gonna fart again? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say that. I'm trying to finish this thing, and all of a sudden, okay, I don't want to know. Oh, jeez. Oh man! Man, you cleared you, you. JD is staying here in the studio now. I can't believe it. All that <laughs> by some obnoxious gas. Imagine if I light a torch and fire like that. Don't light a torch here. You'll blow up the whole studio and kill us all. <laughs> no, we won't. We don't want to know that. <laughs> JD went to the closet. He can't stand the smell. <laughs> no, JD went down. No, I'm JD here. JD went down. 
JD went and got his gas mask, by the way. Okay. If I had a gas mask, it definitely would be ready to go. <laughs> he got blown up in a gas blast. <laughs> Don't like the fuse. Huh? Ah, that's what I said. Imagine if I had a torch. Oh. <laughs> I would have blown up the whole house. <laughs> And it blew away JD's house too. I said, <laughs> yeah, it did. See, <laughs> yes, but before before you have a feeling cheese steak tonight, be sure you be sure not to cut the cheese. <laughs> JD, do they eat Philly cheese steaks in Pittsburgh? Not many places do, though, however. What, what J.D.? That places... What is it? Places uh, serve cheesesteaks. Not very many. Cheesesteaks? Yeah, there's not many places do cheesesteaks around here. Uh, Peppies. Peppies is one, yeah, but there's a couple other places. I'm trying to think. There's a couple other restaurants in Pittsburgh I know that do. Yeah, there's... um. Down the Penn Station. That's right. They they used to do a good sandwich. Yeah. Yeah, down the Penn Station on Liberty. That's right. I forgot about them. Yeah, they're really good. You're right. Yeah. Uh, try to see what else. The cheese stands alone. The cheese stands alone. Hunk of hunk of stinky cheese. The cheese stands alone. Hey, Jesse, you ever try Antonio's pizza? Oh, God, I forgot about them, yeah. You know, they're actually it's closed. It's cheese steak. The, the yeah, restaurant I know some of restaurants, they're closing one here, I know. Yeah. Um, Piper they're Peter's actually cheesesteak, J.D. No, Peter's Paul I'm talking about, though. Oh, no, no. Antonio's pizza, they, they sell uh, Philly cheesesteak. That's cheese right, steak. that's right, yep, man. Yeah. Because they cut the cheese way too much. <laughs> no, this is this is how they do it. This is how they do it. Hold on, what is it? Yeah. Anne's final answer is the million dollar championship, and Anne, you are correct again. All right, Anne, very good. Right, All right Anne. Anne gets another two hundred right there. So there you go. All right. Uh, and it looks like she's. I think she's taking the lead again, Bozzy. Yes, I know. All right, so on the past, present championships and wrestlers in movies 100, name the manager 1, 2, and 3. Okay. So there's only three categories left, right? Yeah, that's I, I just said. Okay. Uh, name that manager for 300. Okay. Okay, Fonzie. Who managed Rick Rude, the Brain Busters, and Andre the Giant? What was I going to say, huh? Oh, I remember what I was going to say. I think Chad remembers this. This is what it was.
Oh, who did? See, another one. Oh. Can I get a hint? This is what he was trying to say. He did He did commentary alongside Vince McMahon and Gorilla Monsoon. <laughs> That's what he was trying to say. No, this is no. Actually, this is what he. Did he wear glasses? No, this is it, right? Would you have any gray football? Chad. Oh, It's a French putter. Oh. Hi. Is that a You're 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 asking something funny. Yes. Did the person wear glasses? No. Gray. He said his commentator. Yes, he yes he did yes he did commentary alongside Vince McMahon and Gorilla Monsoon. Oh no 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 no. And he gets thrown out of the building. Yes. What's his fucking name? <sighs> What's his name, JD? Don't say it. Wait a minute. Don't, don't. Oh, no. I can't. Maybe, 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 since we're getting a little bit closer here, we're already. At the midnight hour, I'll go ahead and give you an, an, another one here as a little bit of a freebie here, Fonzie. This manager was a thinking man. Think. And he got fired, got thrown out by one of the GM. <laughs> uh, he did get thrown off a TV show one time. Yes. He kept, he was trying to keep sneaking in. Yes. Uh, yes. What is his name? This is going to kill me. I know who it is. I can't, I can't say his name. Oh, what's his fucking name? This is going to kill me. I'm going to lose this point. Did he have a nickname? He was a thinking man. Yeah. Well, what do you use to think with? Can't say his name. 
I have it. I can't say his name. If you know his, at least his nickname, I'll take it. Yeah, his nickname was Heman. What'd you say? Heman. That's your final answer? Yeah. You got it. Bobby the Brain Heenan. You're right. Bobby the Brain. Oh, oh. I couldn't even say it. I thought it was Billy or something. Uh, Bobby the Brain. <laughs> yeah, Bobby the Brain Heenan. That's right. And you're up And and uh, what we have left, past, present, titles, 100. Name the manager, 1 and 200. Wrestlers in movies, 100. Uh, Rape, Bonzi's Belch. Is that one, two, three? That was a nut. And I got a lot of gas tonight. Come on. <laughs> I know it's got to catch. It's coming out of the both ends. You want to actually tell me that now? Gee, oh, I don't want to lie about it. <laughs> I do want to lie about it, but you want to say it, you don't have to say it on the air of a wrestling podcast. I know, I know. We're not talking about bodily functions. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> Uh, and you're up next. Anne's going to take care of the wrestlers and movies category. She wants to clean that one out. Okay, 100. Here it is. Here it is, Anne. And who was the, what was the name of the wrestler played by Hulk Hogan in Rocky Three? And I'll give you my heart, but I can get it. You can hold these nuts. <laughs> 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 I'm looking at the old picture photos, albums. I say the one that says, "I I can't I cannot give you my heart, but I." But you can hold these nuts. This is sad. Full cuts today, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my lord, Pittsburgh has a huge hole in it. What is that that called by? It's called the Icky Woods Shuffle Hour. (laughs) In some cold cuts today. <laughs> oh my lord! Try try out our new meats today. <laughs> oh my! No more beans. Set. Anne's final answer is Thunderlips, and Anne, you're right. Oh, my Lord, she is on a roll tonight. 
Both her and Fonzie both. So, yes, that's correct. And Hannah gets another 100. Okay, Fonzie. Past, present, titles 100. Name the manager 1 and 200 is left. What was the first category? Past, present, titles for 100 is still left. And name the manager one, two, one and two is still there. That's only two, two, um, two categories left. Yes, that's yes. Okay. Uh, my balls for one and my balls for two. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> AD. God. All right. Um. Meet my friend Harry Balsack. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Fonzie, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, then, uh, uh, clean up the past and present title. Okay, for 100, here you go, Fonzie. Fonzie, if you know at least one of these, there, there, was, there are two answers that I did put down in this. If you know at least one of them, I will give it to you. Okay? Okay. All right. The two belts in WWE that became spinner championships after being won by John Cena. The United States title. That's your final. Yeah. And you're right. The other one was, of course, the WWE championship. You got it. Okay, and all right. I will go. I will go ahead and tell everyone ahead of time that the final Jeopardy category uh, question will be in the category name the manager. So, and we have one and two hundred left. Whichever one you choose, the other one will be the final Jeopardy question. JD is fighting to know who he's going to face for this build. Aren't you, JD? JD. Did he fell in the can. Uh, 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 <laughs> Ann's going to take the $200 one, one. Okay, here you go, Ann. Name the manager for 200 Here it is. Ann, who was known for managing Randy Savage, Hulk Hogan, and Lex Luger? And the, the the clue is once again Randy Savage, Hulk Hogan, and Lex Luger.
You, JV? Yeah, Meow Mix. <laughs> this portion of the trivia contest is brought to you by Meow Mix. Meow Mix. Where Meow is always. Well, what happened with Melina? Is he hurt? Who? Yeah, Melina, the catcher for the Cornels. Yeah, I think he's. Yeah, you ought to run on the DL, I thought. Yeah, it sounded like it, because I, I, I didn't yeah. see him in the lineup tonight at all. I was, yeah, I, I was telling that, like, me and my dad were talking about that, too, actually, the game. Yeah, Pena was, Pena was uh, the catcher, the backup. Yeah, Pena was the catcher tonight, yep. yep yeah, yep. good. Bitcoin did nothing tonight, good. Nope. That must I'll say that Musgrove pitched a good game. Sixty seven yeah, pitches to six innings. I mean he was on fire. I mean his fastball was moving he had some change ups that really I mean, we left it was four nothing. By the time I got home, six nothing. I said yeah. over. I think we picked up a game and a half up on them too. Um no, we're right we're right behind Milwaukee. That's okay. right. That's right. Okay, and uh Ann's final answer is Miss Elizabeth and Ann, you are correct, my dear. Nice work, man. Nice job. Okay. Okay, let's go ahead and uh, as we go, we're going to have one final, you know, I will tell you that the final clues in the category to name the manager. Uh, let's go ahead and run down here what, uh, going into this, what, what, what our final, what our regulation play scores are for both the champion Fonzie and the challenger and let's see, let's see, nine, seventeen, and uh, well, uh, 17, Don't leave me, girl. And then one thousand Fonzie, uh, you currently have 4,000 even going into... 4,000 even. Okay. And Anne currently has, let me see... Thank you. 
seven is thirty two seven. Uh, hold on, crap. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Nine seventy five. Okay, I'm back. Okay. Okay, okay, JD. Okay, JD. Fonzie, do you have an answer? Yes, I do. Okay, let me let me repeat it. Anne has asked me to repeat it. I'll let me repeat it for her. And the, who managed the following three wrestlers? Well, it's actually, in this case, two tag teams and a singles wrestler. Demolition, The Powers of Pain, and Yokozuna. Okay, uh, Fonz, before you reveal your answer, reveal your first wager, please. Well, let's call it 50000 
you're going you're going to go ahead and go up to fifty thousand. Okay. Yeah. And the and do you have a wager? I'm so crazy. Jeopardy, ladies and gentlemen. And it's currently Lady Fonzie at the regulation play 4,075, 4,000. <laughs> what I'm saying is that these are. Singles wrestlers or tag teams that were all managed by the same person. That's what I'm telling you. You got the name who managed these singles wrestlers and or tag teams. Do you understand that now? Goodness. 
Man, oh man. Bonzi cut one today. Bonzi ate a monster sized can of baked beans. Yeah, bush baked beans. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, the company's called Bush. As for the mountains of Bush, they didn't. Yeah, but like the different flavors, like barbecue, homemade style. Oh, I mean, oh god. Oh. <laughs> I, have, I have the onions. Yeah. With onions and with barbecue. I got two cans. Mm. Give me just one second, guys. I'm verifying something like that. Give me just one second. Ladies and gentlemen, our live video feed from WWS Universe is still kicking here, and we are now, the video has now lasted for three hours and 14 minutes. Nice. The second waiter, Jeff. That's what I'm. That's what I'm very. That's what I'm. That's what I'm very fine. Sam, by one second. Because Sam will couple with the live video feed here, so I'm just having. I'm, I'm. Give me just a second here. Uh, Now for Fonzie to open the window. Okay. All right. All right. I think we've. I think we've got it. Uh, I think we've got it uh, situated here. But, okay. Anne's Anne's final wager is eighty one thousand. So Okay, Fonzie, did you say you had the answer? What? Did you have the answer? The question. Yeah, she beat me. What what is your answer? Mr. Fuji. Okay. And what is your answer? What think is my bunko?
Fonzie, is your answer fi- is your answer the final call? Yeah. Anne, is your answer the final call? Here, of course, <clears throat> the, the demolition powers of pain in Yokozuna. The correct answer is Mr. Fuji. So, so both, both Fonzie and Ann have it correct, so their respective wagers will be added tied on to their score. <clears throat> and very impressive, very, very close here indeed. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Sorry about that. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. So, I have anyway. the final folder. We wanted to. Well, Fonzie, you're Fonzie, you're. Your final score is eighty-four thousand. Yeah, I know. Told you. And and your final score is eighty-five thousand and seventy-five. Ladies and gentlemen, your winner and the new NXT US North American Champion, the Empress Amory Rickenbach. Close match, guys. Very, very close. Fonzie, any closing thoughts, sir? And she kicked my ass. Uh, what was it again? 85,000 to what? What was it again? 85,000 to what? 85,075 to 84,000. She beat me 
Hold on, stand by here. The cheese has been cut. Okay. I have just received word, ladies and gentlemen, from the new NXT US North American champion, Anne-Marie Rickenbach. Anne is relinquishing the title. He's given it back to Fonzie. Wow. Fonzie, Anne is giving you the belt back. Why? Anne, is there any reason for this decision, my dear? You want it fair and square. Hold on, I'm trying to find out why, but I'm trying to get an answer here for you. I want to get I want to get you a clear enough answer. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, a breaking story here in our tribute championship series. Empress Anne Marie Rickenbach comes through eighty eighty-five thousand seventy-five points over eighty over eighty see eighty-four thousand to win the NXT US North American title, and it seems Okay. Well, she she's she she's the only thing she is saying, guys, that she will come back at a later time for it. But Fonzie, the belt is now back in your possession. She's relinquished. She has relinquished the belt to you. Back to you. She said, "Why?" And is there a reason why you're doing this? Fonzie was just asking. I'm going to be born here in a second. I just want to hear the end of this before I go to sleep. Yeah, I, I, I like to get this too. I like to, I like to know this too. A very, very, very unprecedented story here. I mean, this is a very, very rare occurrence in in in, in WWS's trivia championship series. Yep. This has happened very rarely. I think it's happened maybe once or twice, one or two other times. But mm-hmm. but, uh, but it hasn't happened for. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I I can. Okay. All right. Fonzie, she she has given she has said an answer. Anne is simply just being a better person to you, Fonzie. That's, she wants that's to be Well, well. Anyway, anyway, Fonzie. That's what she. It's her. And I asked her. Or I asked her. Was she sure? And she said yes. So, Fonzie, uh, my man. It goes back to you. It goes back to you. Yeah, then I'm going to lose to JD. <laughs> then, you never know. You never know. when you. I'm, I'm, since you got the belt back, I'm going to ask you, champ, when do you want to match? Uh, next Friday? Uh, it's on. I'll accept it. Next Friday. So next, so, so, so and I'm going to get rolling again once more. So, as I always, as if we are now past, well past the midnight hour, I will see you guys Monday. Okay, fine. I mean, JD, thank you very much, sir. We'll talk about you here. Have a good Memorial Day weekend. We'll talk about you on the Memorial Day edition of Raw Radio. And JD's already left us for the evening. 
so so there you have it there, Fonzie. A little, little breaking story here. Uh, I think out of I think out of kindness, respect, and consideration. Uh, um, and she just uh, she just she felt like this. She just felt like doing that. Uh, okay. She's a very kind motive person. So. She don't have to. <laughs> and she know she knew she won fair and square, but she wanted you to have it back. Okay. Okay. And and says he and. He says, she says that you have her respect. Okay, I got your respect too. So ladies and gentlemen, in the breaking news story here, the Empress Anne-Marie Rickenbach did win this match carried over from last week for the NXT U.S. North American Championship over the heartbreak kid Fonzie. But in a show of gratitude and a show of kindness and respect, the Empress has relinquished the NXT U.S. North American belt and returned it to the heartbreak kid. Fonzie, and next week Fonzie will be going into next Friday on Revolution. Uh, Fonzie will be the one uh, taking on the Iceman Jared Girolamo for this. Event. So, so, and so, so, and and then and of course somewhere of course down the road also the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds is also she wants another opportunity. She wants an opportunity. The Human Suplex Machine John Gross says he wants one, and Ann says she will come back for it at a later. And, and also, and, and, and Fonzie, she wanted you to know through this so that you know she'll come back at a later date and take you on again for it. Okay. Okay, so there, so there you have it there, folks. Uh, so next Friday on Revolution, it'll be the heartbreak kid Fonzie taking on the Iceman Jared DiGirolamo for the NXT North American Championship. So on that note, ladies and gentlemen, a little late edition of WWUS Revolution here tonight, episode 506. I do want to thank, um, the, of course, the heartbreak kid Fonzie, as well as the human suplex machine John Gross, the Empress Anne-Marie Rickenbach, and, of course, a couple of, uh, uh, and, and Fonzie and tells you, it says goodnight to you as well, sir. Okay. All right. Goodnight. All right. I, she says goodnight, too. Uh, I did like I said, I want to thank the heartbreak kid Fonzie, the human suplex machine John Gross, the Empress Anne Marie Rickenbach, and also the Iceman Jerry Girolamo for popping in on a couple of appearances here where we thought he wasn't going to be on the night, but he ended up showing up. But we do thank him for coming on here as well. For for everyone for everyone here this evening, uh Revolution five oh six is a broadcast of the WWS radio network right here on talkshoot.com, where we are three years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Take care of yourselves, folks, and each other. We will see you in the ring. Be sure to join us for Power Hour coming up at five, coming up at five o'clock here, uh, as we will highlight all the shows here in the radio network here for the past week. Plus, uh, today in wrestling history, as well as of course some wrestling news tidbits that will be popping up courtesy of our friends at Four Eleven Mania. Uh, this is Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw saying thank you very much for joining us. Have a happy and safe Memorial Day weekend. Take care of yourselves and each other. You'll see you in the ring. And as always, here in the WCWS radio network right here on TalkShoe.com. God bless everyone. And have a great evening and a great weekend. Take care. Everyone.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.